Um, look, this is the this is a best of episode you guys are about to watch or listen to, and best of episodes are what happens when um, we don't want to make a fresh episode. Well, because they don't show up during holidays. People don't show. You guys don't want to listen during holidays. I'm on vacation probably right now as we speak, and um, this is a great way for us to like relive some of the, the best moments of this show. And also it's Thanksgiving. We wanted to uh, put the guests, this is all us with guests and guests that we were thankful for. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, we're super thankful for you guys. Uh, what a year it's been. Yeah, people have been so supportive of the show. It's been so fun. Uh, thanks, guys. Yeah, so enjoy the uh, best of episode and then we'll have probably another best of with just the three of us coming out soon that you guys can look forward to. Yeah, and if you... Don't like the best of idea? Forget what Cass just said. If you don't, just tune us out altogether. Yeah, so we're going to start uh, with Joey Perino telling a wonderful story. About, by the way, speaking of people we're thankful for, Joey Perino. Joey P. I mean. God, God bless. We love him. We I think he was the first the person ever to get COVID twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. We, we, they call him back-to-back -back Joe. <laughs> we, we love him so much. We miss him. We're grateful for him. And here's him to tell us a story about how Kasim ruined mine and his Thanksgiving. Enjoy. Speaking of food, so... Oh, I food, you mean so appreciate. Right I think <laughs> I think the best way to sum up our friendship, speaking of food, Thanksgiving, Kasim called us Holy on the first Thanksgiving oh, man. that oh. we were friends. This is going to take some explaining. And my, Jamie, my you're going to love this. My so, first Thanksgiving How with, much time we got? Do we have enough time for this story? Yeah. Go, so go ahead, Joe. You're you're the guest. You wanna you wanna take it away? And I gotta be allowed to interject and um, defend myself nope. when possible. Okay? Sorry, but no, no I, we're talking rest of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, what, what we're on a three way call and and I wasn't sober at this time. Okay, go okay, ahead. Let, let me you, set, you sounded very. You're starting sober. too early, and let me set this up. Okay. Kasim is <laughs> not a phone call guy. Kasim no. doesn't just. This is true. Like yes. me and you, if you get a phone call from me, it's it's yeah. What's up? What's going yeah, on? I, Where, when I found out you guys talk on the phone regularly, I was I felt weird. It was yeah. weird to me that what? people talk. No, it, it's fine. Just not something. I don't talk to my buddies on the phone. Me, me, me and Joey have an hour conversation Solid. at least once a week on the phone. Where we discuss that's sweet. mainly no, that's sweet. bowel movements. Bowel movements, that. and we speak in weird voices. Yeah, we do like uh, like um, hey, do some, loud. How you doing? No, we loud? do jerky voice too. Why like, the hi, FaceTime? hello, hi, yes. Yeah. Don't be sore. Uh, What's uh, the? <laughs> bring it back, Mike. Oh, bring it back. Come on. <laughs> so we'll just just, do, this. do you ever do your Tony Clifton? I don't know. Uh, I don't do Tony. I haven't done Tony, Tony Clifton. The Tony there Clifton you for you. Rob's really good at Tony Who Clifton. Who is that? He's like uh, Man on the Moon, right? Art no, Andy Kaufman. Yeah. But there's but there's the other one that so we do. Good. What's it like? Yeah, my castle, told my wife was the and we just talk. <laughs> this is castle. Anyway, yeah, so yeah, we talk a lot. <laughs> we talk maybe too much on the phone. You guys are so cute. And uh, so, Kasim does not just randomly no. call you to say hello, uh, whatever. So both of our phones ring, I guess, or somebody we we conference. However, conference it happens, and he, he patched uh, us in. Yeah, and and Kasim's uh, like, we gotta talk. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving Day. And he's like, listen, I have some intel. Like, I saw it before my eyes that we have a limited amount of time. We got to go inland. The world's going to end. Extraterrestrials. Like, I got th all the info. And I took a fucking edible. Because, you know, uh, it's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, it's Thanksgiving, yeah. and I'm, yeah. you know. It was a did. perfect storm. It was a yeah. perfect storm of my crazy story. It starts hitting me, and I'm like, oh, yeah. my God, we're going to fucking die. I can't take enough medicine because I have to take medicine every day. Well, what, <laughs> what happened is Jamie, so he medicine. tells, like, he goes, my friend's got this place in, like, Oregon, well, right? Um, or where? Where was it? Okay. There, you guys are a little no, 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 scared. Come on. Just Montana, say that part. Idaho. My friend's got, all right, so he goes, my friend's got this place in Idaho. It's like Cass a bunker. Is saying this? Yeah. Yes. He goes, my friend's got a place in Idaho. It's a bunker. I think I could get you all in. Is he speaking clearly? Clearly. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, she's calm. And he goes, clearly. Uh, you couldn't tell. Like, if he says he's high, he sounds like he sounds right now. So no, no, I, go, I wasn't high at the time. I'm just saying, <laughs> at this part of my life, I, I was see. all. High and drinking. Right, it was three so hours earlier in, in, it was probably 9 a.m. in I want to hear your guys' uh, recount of it, and I will tell okay. you my version. Okay, so I, so he goes, we I, we have this bunker in, like, Idaho, and he's like, and I could get you guys in. We're gonna, so me and him are like, well, how are we going to get there? And there's this long silence, and Joey just goes, nope. <laughs> he goes, I'm not, uh, 
I just uh yeah, I can't like I'm just not gonna make it. He goes, I got I got he goes, I got there's a certain there's a certain medicine that he I gotta up. take. Totally threw in the title. For my yeah, for Defeated. my he goes, there's a medicine I gotta take for my liver. And he goes, I'd be out of it in two, three months or whatever. And I'm like, Joe. So now he's just sitting back watching everything happen. I'm Rob like, is like, You're giving up just like that? Yeah. I'm like, Oh, we got we gotta go together. He's got space for us. Like, well, I'm you telling can't give up just like that. Well, you did, you you did mention along? why. You didn't say why. Tell I me said what the you're... Wor- world was ending. But where was your yeah. mind? Were you just playing along? No, 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 because it wasn't that serious. We're, we're, but we, but he was like, no, I'm just not going to do it. And I was like, dude, I was like, if he has a place for us to go and, and the fucking world's going to end, because what did you say? You said. Okay, let me let me tell you uh, yeah, from yeah, my so vantage confused. point what was okay. happening. This was a, okay. And again, Kasim was never crazy saying weird no, stuff. None that's, of that. That's why I, I don't boy I who cried wolf. It. So when no, I cry wolf, exactly. people listen. Exactly. Now, yeah. This is a lesson to you. Okay. I was I just bought a home and I was having it renovated. I was I had a new kitchen. A lot of things were being done. The lady who was doing it for me, totally straight, uh, fantastic, hardworking, uh, uh, kind of like an interior designer, like uh, almost like contractor. She she was just building stuff for me, getting ordering things. She was at my house every day. Is this how you met Lindsay? No. It, so so what so what happened was there would be some downtime where it would just be uh, me and her and she would you know we'd start to open up and talk uh, about you know our lives and after a few of these sort of kitchen conversations she starts telling me how she's being visited at night and her son is being visited at night and and she had no idea I was into aliens or UFOs. Maybe she walked into my office where there's a giant photo of Bigfoot and maybe she could sense that I was into things like this. Maybe she read me very well, but she started recounting alien visitations that her and her son were having. And she was telling me things that were very specific that if you paid attention to alien UFO stuff, you'd be like, that's really specific. She would say things like, we were visited by these tall, blonde, uh, uh, extraterrestrials, which are Nordics, or the uh, Nordics, yeah. but also a fact about Nordics is that they also Nordics are aliens. They're called the Nordics. They look yeah, like they tall look- Swedish mm-hmm. Thor. They look like Thor. You know, yeah, yeah. Chris Hemsworth. What aliens look like? Well, uh, species. There's many species. Many of them. species of aliens. Now, I this, believe in all this particular species. Rolls with the Greys, and he's telling us is we're both high, Fucking like high it's, it's the holidays where we're only taking love. It like it's all <laughs> she's explaining. She's explaining to me that she's visited by a, a Nordic alien who has a magic belt, who um, is is being uh, traveled with by a Grey, and the Greys c- kind of do the grunt work for the Nordics. They're the Grey big head aliens with the big eyes, right? Okay. They're the ones that you've seen in Fire in the Sky and these types of movies. Communion. The classical. Classic right. gray, short classical. alien, the ones that'll fucking crawl through your AC vent and fucking like drag you down a hallway. Um, <laughs> they're, they're aggressive? Well, you know, if you watch Fire in the Sky and, and you listen to Travis Walton's uh, reenactment or account of what happened to him um, in Heber o- Overgard, Arizona, and his abduction, which was world famous and turned into a movie and uh, a book, a subsequent book written about it. Um, <laughs> his account is they they were aggressive and they did tests on him, held him down, uh, implanted, did a lot of things, jerked him off, milked him. Um, th- him off. Some of it doesn't sound so bad now that I say it out loud. Anyways, she was saying <laughs> that her milking. son. Now, here's the thing that sold it to me. Her son, when I met this kid, he was, uh, I, I'm really bad at telling how old kids are. When I see a kid, it, it's either he's either five or 16 to me. I don't know how <laughs> yeah. old kids Somewhere are. Yeah, I don't know any nine-year-olds. This kid, was, yeah, this kid was under 10, but he could have been 17. Did he look like Bo? He looked about Bo's age, maybe a, a year younger. Okay. When I met this kid, he just had this look in his eye. He's, it's almost like he's, communicating with like some like a satellite he's always just like hi good to see you like he knows like you know somebody looks at you and they they know you they look right through your eyes and see into your soul and they know like what your future is gonna be and like joe osmond almost just like that you look at you and be like you'll die in six months (laughs) yeah (laughs) of cancer you know and and one of these so this kid was creeping me out 
I don't. I shouldn't say creep, but he was interesting to me. Yes. She follows up, and I have this. I'm like, this kid's walking around my house. So she's so. just telling you they're visiting. She's telling me that these aliens are coming, and no they want to take her son because he is a hybrid. Okay. And she is telling me that they've been giving him and communicating messages to him about how the world is going to end soon, and at the at at. at at one of the last versions of the story, it was like imminent and there was an asteroid that we couldn't see. And on top of all this, we were getting, there was in the news that we were finding an asteroid. Asteroid had just like grazed by Earth. It was like all kind of in the ether. Yeah, and Joey's like, no, it went by. Cosmo's was like, no, that's fake. Right, right, that's okay, yeah. So, so here I am. Now I am corroborating scientific... <laughs> <laughs> sort of reports that are happening, corroborating what Joey thinks is happening. This lady's telling me that these that they are waiting for this to happen because it's all part of like an inevitable plan where they are going to offload certain humans and it's almost going to be like the rapture uh, where certain humans will be gone or hybrids. It, 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 it was enough for me. I, I, I believed it 70, 80 percent. And it was enough for me to call the people closest to me in my life and try to <laughs> deliver this heed message. a warning to them. And that day happened to be Thanksgiving <laughs> uh, four or five years, probably five years ago now. Is it still possible to be happen? To happen? Well, no, she was like some know, crazy lady. I had and... contact with her oh. recently. I don't know about that, but I believe. No, but he said it was in like the aliens. I believe in the indigo children, like the hybrids, all that stuff. But but Casim's thing real. was saying like it was happening within the next few days. Absolutely, yes. So he was so saying, he's yeah, yeah he I mean, was telling us like this is happening now. So like, I we had need to get to Idaho. Yeah, and I had just smoked also because it's Thanksgiving. I was <laughs> was going up to my dad's to sit with my whole family. <laughs> Poor Yuri, yeah. dude, Yuri. Okay, so wait, wait, uh, hold on, hold on. Okay. So I, I smoke. I hear so this sorry. whole thing on the phone, and then I'm like, okay, I order an Uber to go up to my dad's. I'm sitting looking out the window for 45 minutes, just like, oh. like doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this is all. And then I'm sitting at the dinner table, and like, my little sister is like, can you pass the corn? And I was just like, I was just looking at her like, so it, so it all means nothing. What is it about? You know, like, What's what, the point? Yeah, like, why? But like, oh, why? she, and like, like, oh. she doesn't know. <laughs> she doesn't. Poor thing. Has no idea there's Ignorance a ball hurtling into this yeah. earth right now. And by the way, not telling Tidal any of them because there's, wide. there's only a certain amount of room in the bunker. <laughs> so I'm not telling anybody. Right. Yes. I'm just watching them eat turkey and enjoy themselves. Yeah, enjoy and, it. Yeah, Gorge, they're like, they're, you know, you poor fools. We, we always bet this on could football. Be the last turkey you ever have. They're asking me for my input on football games, and I'm just looking at them. I'm like, yeah, bet it all. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> What is even? Fun. Yeah. Oh shit! I fucking ruined Thanksgiving. It was ruined. ruined. I ruined. It was ruined. Ruined. I, okay, I walked out of the room and I <laughs> sat down at the dinner table. And Yuri always brings it up. She was like, "You was just quiet." I was just staring like at the wall, like, "Yo, it's all done." Like, <laughs> and I can't fucking. I'm not gonna make it. I can't like go out there and try to make it in the wilderness because I have to take this medication. The best was when he said he couldn't get yeah. his medicine. Rob. Okay. So so. <laughs> What Rob was saying is he calls, he tells, he By tells the way, Joey. Yuri is Joe's wife, just so everyone knows. Okay, so, so yeah, yeah, my yeah. Wife. and she's here now, and she's uh, a beautiful woman who she's the puts best. up, who's who's put up with a lot of this. Um, she, <laughs> yeah. she sure has. But the 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 funniest part of all, not just the the insanity of what this story was, but when I got on the phone with Rob and Joe and told them this story, within I don't know, I was done telling them what was going on in five <laughs> or six minutes, shorter amount of time than what it took me to explain just now. Rob's Rob's instinct is we're going to Idaho, we're going to the bunker. Joe gave up. He turned over on his on his back, legs in the air, up. like a dead spider. Said, "I'm done. I'm, yeah. I can't. <laughs> gave up. I can't fight anymore." Yeah, I was defeated. Uh, and I and I that little I ruined Thanksgiving for both you Such and uh, but it's one of the best stories and it's not Such one I've ever told story. before and I don't get to really talk about it like this. It's time to talk about Braddock Face Mask, our oldest sponsor. They've been sponsoring the pod for months now, and as you can see, Rob is showing you all the different designs and the versatile stylings that come with an American-made upcycled jersey material made here in the United States of America. I'm like a stewardess, you know, when they, they're showing yeah. you how to apply. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Are you allowed and, to call them that and, still? I think flight attendants. <laughs> but, you know, that harkens to a, a better era. 
look, they're affordable, reusable, um, and they are breathable, which is important because uh, some of you guys out there need to breathe. And like me, you go to the gym and they require a face mask and then you got to do more breathing. There's more breathing required when you're at the gym. Mm. And, the, and this is the mask I wear at the gym. And as you can tell, the gym's paying off. Thank you, Braddock. That's uh, double D's, by the way. Braddock, B-R-A-double-D-O-C-K-U-S-A.com. And if you go there right now, they're going to give you 20% off your entire order if you use promo code PJPANTS. Remember, it's promo code PJPANTS, BraddockUSA.com. Um, and they are made right here in the United States of America, where I call home. And uh, it's the softest, most breathable, lightest, comfortable, softest. You know what I always say? Braddock, so soft. That's every day I pick this guy up. He's, that's the first thing he says. He says, Braddock, so soft. Cass, how you doing? So if you guys want to support the show, support BraddockUSA.com. Use promo code PJPants. So we got uh, March Madness is coming up, and we've never played a game on this show before, but I wanted to play a game with you. So it's going to be like Uncle Joey's March Madness. So I'm going to tell you two things, and you tell me which thing makes you the angriest. All right? So we got two things. The first, we start off right, so it's going to be a bracket, and we're going to figure out what thing out of all these makes you the most fucking pissed off. He's trying to activate you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the first thing we got, Dave Matthews and the smell of cigarettes. Which one pisses you off more? Dave Matthews. Okay. Hold on, I'm gonna... Especially when he's barefoot and shit. <laughs> drives me fucking crazy. I see a bunch of white people jumping up and down. Listen, I don't wish no bad on nobody. That motherfucker got voted the most for the Hall of Fame. And they didn't put him in for a fucking reason. Like, they, he got a million votes. And yeah. he didn't get put into the Hall of Fame. He All just... Right. So I'd rather I could deal with the smell of fucking sick. All right, all right. Richard Gear or George Domino's likes Pizza? Matthews band. Richard Gear. He hates Richard Gear. I used to hate Richard Gear because he was cock blocking me when I was fourteen. Oh. You see, I, I took a girl to the movies mm. and then he did American Gigolo. Yeah. And here oh, I am yeah. trying to go for titty, and this motherfucker decides to do an exercise upside down and yeah. shows his ass. <laughs> Watch American Gigolo. You yeah. go, yeah. Yeah. and Richard Gere was stunning. Okay. You know, you, he, at 1982, he was slinging oh. dick all over New York, and he showed his ass. So, and and and, and I never forget, I was with a girl, and my friend was with a girl, and my girlfriend froze, and the girl he she was with covered her eyes, and I remember tapping him, going, "You're in no danger. Yeah, like you're in no danger. At yeah. least my girl fucking sighed." <laughs> there's hope there you know what I'm saying yeah. there's a little hope but now after watching <laughs> Office and the Gentleman I fell in love with Richard Gere and in fact last night Primal Fear was on oh the best and I fucking watched it and I was like how good looking was him like thank god he was a Buddhist because <laughs> if he was a Catholic there would be a, a thousand white kids he would have had more kids than, <laughs> yeah. than he would have had more kids than Mick Jagger and he just pays you off Mick Jagger like you don't give a fuck like Jamie, listen, I love you, but it's over. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna give you twenty million. And did you see the Super Bowl? Yeah. yeah. They showed Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. And they oh, yeah, showed his yeah. wife. Yeah. That yeah. was Rick Mick Jagger's wife at one time. And she went to oh, she yeah. went from Mick Jagger to Rupert Murdoch. That's the type of woman she is. But she likes money. <laughs> he married her and when she filed for divorce. Mick Jagger told us, suck my dick. Yeah. I married you with a voodoo <laughs> priest, so it doesn't count. <laughs> he married her in Jamaica. He married it. Mick Jagger, for you to get a dollar out of Mick Jagger, yeah. you got a better chance fucking, you don't get a dollar out of Mick Jagger. Yeah. Mick Jagger's got it timed. Noted. He threw the voodoo wedding thing out of there. There was a voodoo <laughs> priest that was a stoner, so he wasn't legit. She got dick. He gave her like three million. Same dude that did your ayahuasca trip. Yeah. Same guy. And that guy was you know what's Mick Jagger worth millions he he just Rolling got a Brazilian man, chick right? pregnant he looked at her he <laughs> told her listen I like you but it ain't gonna happen he did the times table 600 a month times 18 <laughs> and he gave her a check and he goes lose my that. number I don't want to see the kid Mick Jagger you know anyway I don't get I don't know even know how he got on poor Mick Jagger <laughs> <laughs> Leave Mick Jagger alone. Domino's Pizza, that I so do, so no. Domino's Pizza over Richard Gere. Then you fucking hate. No, Domino's. I love Richard Gere. No, but I'm saying Domino's Pizza makes you more angry than yes, Richard Gere. Yes, absolutely. Because you grew up in New York, fuck Domino's. Yeah. 
All right, what about Olive Garden or an Uber driver who wants to talk to you the whole ride? I'll take an Uber driver because I'll open the window and make believe me no hablo. You know, it's like a <laughs> So, so Olive Garden makes you more pissed. Oh, and the fact that there's an Olive Garden on Times Square. Yeah. Gets my fucking stomach going. Why? Me too. Because only Why? a fucking tourist would walk yeah. into fucking Olive Garden on Times fucking Square. Why would you put an Olive Garden on Times Square? Who allowed that? To make people you know, from I'm, elsewhere comfortable. I live, I live here, and every once in a while I go to Governor's on Long Island, and they put me in the hotel across the street from the fucking Uniondale Coliseum. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how many times I'll be on that elevator and I'll see like two little fucking kids with Domino's pizza and that little white dad with the Izod shirt on, and I want to choke him and tell him, you know where the fuck you are? You know what the fuck you are, and you're eating Domino's pizza, yeah, you no, dumb you motherfucker. You came either. all the way to Long Island to eat Domino's fucking pizza. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what those kids like or what they don't like. You're in New York. Fucking respect yeah. a little yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah. hate fucking Olive Garden. I, I'm with you. I hate Domino's too, but the only times I ever ordered it in New York was like if it was like 1 a.m., there's nothing else. Look, trust me, I'm a stoner. One time I ordered it in a hotel, mm. ate two slices, threw oh. it away. A good law and order came on. I went back in the garbage in the hallway, <laughs> and I fucking ate it again. That like, what the fuck did I have? Oh, that kid, I shit. Like, ugh, it's so bad. It's All right. terrible. Yeah, I think a good Russian dressing really fucking... You hate Russian dressing. No, I hate ranch dressing. Oh, is it ranch? Ranch, you're not allowed to sit at the table. Say, Russian dressing is such a New York thing. Oh, like? Russian dressing is delicious. It just, it's just ketchup and mayonnaise. Yeah, oh, it okay. just blows you up. Yeah, you hate ranch. Ranch dressing. like You're not even allowed to sit at my table. Mm. Like, I take it that personal. I agree. I dated a girl who put it on pizza. Yeah, it was it, the most disgusting. She would old. get a plastic knife or yeah. go get fired. pizza. Fired, fired, fired. Yeah, yeah, never do fired. that. Fired. Ugh. Have you gone to Buffalo, New York? No, I've have you gone to Buffalo, New York? I think I have. Been it's to a blue collar fucking city. Yeah. Like they worked hard for everything they've gotten. The wing was invented at the Anchor Bar, and it was invented with blue cheese dressing. Have a little fucking respect. I Fisher agree. Price left them. They won't put a baseball team up there, <laughs> even though they're the number one fucking baseball attendance in minor league baseball since 1940. You know, give them some fucking respect. If you're gonna eat the fucking wing, blue cheese and celery, and that's it. Yeah, nothing. Else. I don't even want the celery or the carrots. No, I like the celery. No, fuck oh. the carrots. Ugh. Fuck the carrots. <laughs> I like the celery, and you take it, and it's got a little piece of blue cheese at the end. Yeah, and you bite into it. Delicious. Okay, celery and blue cheese. <laughs> that's right. What do you put there. on your hot dog? If I see you put ketchup, yeah, that's what I was dog. saying. That's what I'm. I'm because, mustard only, listen, bitch. Listen. listen. I don't like mustard. I put mustard. ketchup one time on a hot dog. When I came from Cuba, my mom took me to the Macy's Day Parade. And they, I put ketchup on a hot dog. And I'll never forget, like a New Yorker going, psst. <laughs> no ketchup on a hot dog. <laughs> and, and the way he told me, like yeah. I, I was like, okay. It's uh, like, yeah, you're one. If I want to be an American, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. yeah. I got to eat it with mustard. So. Mm -hmm. New Yorkers, like everybody else has their own rules. Yeah. New Yorkers, no ketchup on a hot dog. Everybody else, you do what you want. You can jump up and down with ketchup. But as far as the New Yorkers are concerned, when I see a New Yorker put ketchup on a hot, on a hot dog, it hurts my fucking feelings. Mm. Like it burns my heart. I yeah. re it really does, guys. Tony Sirico told me... Uh a, a, a real man lights his own match and after I was like 14 years old <laughs> and after that I was never able to when somebody like would light a match or light their cigarette and try and give it to me I would like smack it out of their yeah, hand I, no. I couldn't Sorry. do it <laughs> it's great that's, that's when you start to figure out you like dudes <laughs> although I remember you when Low little lingerie. me little 19 oh, yeah. year old and uh -oh. she, I went to Aida's house and she brought me into her closet she's like so <laughs> You're going to start bringing boys back to your apartment. <laughs> this is what you need to be wearing. Like, fuck this little sweatpants sweatshirt shit. Oh my she God. gave me, she schooled me on La Perla and all oh the proper God. lingerie. I now now I'm in cotton underwear. I have to. Now Cutter's lucky if I'll take my sweatshirt. I, 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 I remember one time, I'll never forget this. I know exactly where we were. We were shooting something in like a theater. Oh my God. And it was me. Oh God, help uh, me. You. Uh, I'm, I'm it was, red. It was the three of us, totally James red. and Edie, were standing uh -huh. around. And James and Aida would always, you guys had like a flirty Kid, relationship yeah, and like very, a handsy, every, like, you know, just kissy, fun. Kissy, flirty, yeah, yeah. Kissing and laughing. Kissy, flirty, and sexy, mm -hmm. fucky, fucky. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Fucky. 
And no. uh, and so that's just the way like Aida was. You know, she would always like rub his back or like when yeah. she'd come by, she'd just smack his ass or like something would happen. And I remember uh, that <laughs> oh we were God. in like a theater seating. So you had to <laughs> squeeze to get by. And Aida wanted to get out. So I moved up and you went to go by me and you reached in and like you kissed my cheek and you grabbed my ass and Edie went, oh no. Oh. <laughs> she was like, it's starting with him too. She was like, leave the boy alone. And we fucking laughed she's so more, hard and she didn't even crack a smile. She's more, she's more shy. Oh, Edie's uh, more yeah. shy. She was oh, like, yeah. oh no, it can't I, start this young. Oh no. <laughs> I think so Edie bad. always still like she's more I'm more out there but I, I don't mean any like I think everyone's no, you're the most loving. So it's only and Jimmy you know James and I met in 1992 I we know. were he was 30 I was 29 you guys we did were plays kids together, we right? did Streetcar and then we did the movie Angie and yeah. we were in Fault like like we had a friendship way before Sopranos did he you know, suggest you for he well first of all what's her name um, you know uh, Sheila George, knew me yeah, yeah, I mean yeah. like they they knew, I mean they knew me for years I, I had gone in for movies way before but and you come from a but, family of actors, right? And yeah, I mean, my cousin John and Nick. And so, I mean, the point was I was doing it already. But like he, James had called me the year that you guys started and said, hey, you know, there might be a sister. You'd be so good. And I was like, great. But then it didn't happen. And the year went by. And it was fine. I was like, listen, I'll never forget. He wanted me to do well. And I said, and he did read the night before something. We went over the things. I said, listen, James, I swear this is true. I said, James, look. I want it. I, I, it's great. I love the part. I love it. I said, look, if it's meant to be, it will be. What can I do? I said, but if I don't get it, you'll have to lend me my rent. <laughs> I uh, swear yeah. to God. <laughs> and I, you know. We would be on set yeah. and they would be so, uh, sometimes you have to stand around just while they're like lighting something where you, they don't have your stand income and you need 60 seconds or whatever. And she would literally just turn her head and go, Mommy needs chicken salad <laughs> and scream it out, and people would instantly know, like, oh, okay, go. I gotta eat. I and eat. she did it in the most loving way. Like, it wasn't like, oh, that asshole actor who yells at the. It's like, well, with no. the diabetes, sometimes of you need course. protein. And she say, mommy. Eating, yeah. she always, I always, mommy. mommy needs I, I this. Mommy. mommy needs her slippers. <laughs> mommy needs a jacket. Mommy. Oh. I know for someone who wasn't the star, I, I acted no. like I know, but not in a bad way, you know. Like, and what's her name called me? The princess. Ginger called me princess. Yeah. Well, when everyone loves you, you can yeah. act. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you know, we, we really, everyone was like very much an individual on that yes, set. Yes, very. Like there was like, there was no conflicting no. personalities. Like everyone was like- Who they their, were, their strong. Own, yeah. And, cool. but, but there was no there was no jealousy as far no. as the parts. Never. Or, oh, you're getting a, people were always like, oh great, you get Stoked to do for this. for each other, yeah. Really, yeah. really like, totally. I, I mean, I- Loved working there, and yeah. and guys, it wasn't just the actors; it was the crew. The yeah. crew was a team. To this day, like I was just doing Blacklist, and like some of the crews on it, and Marchetti, you know how great, right? yeah, Marchetti yeah. and um, oh my head, I'm not gonna try to, you know, a few of the guys, yeah, and like you go and you're like, it's like family. Oh, Christine, the script super. I mean, like, oh, and wow. so you're there and you're like, I oh my god, she had her babies, yeah, all yeah. That. And to be yeah. honest, like thinking back now, that I'll I tell kids, you guys I'm said like, hi because I'm gonna see please, you again. Yeah, please. So cool. I'm like, how the fuck. Did she have like three boys or two boys like wow. while, while filming, filming those hours? Yeah. And like you. leaving, like, holy, sh like, people always talk about like how actors, like, you know, when they have the kids crew, and they the start, like, what about these crew people that work? They way work so hard. Oh, yeah. We do way yeah. harder. So than much actors. harder. That all so have much. families. Like, yeah. and they are up early. They, their hours are longer because yeah. we have a and they get paid travel, a lot right? less. Yeah. Yes. Yes. yes, And it's people would talk about how like you know there was one year where G Ginger was the person who kind of like ran all of us. Like yeah. she just she was like the captain. <laughs> I love you Ginger. This year. And they would say like there would be some days where she wouldn't show up, and then it would be like you know uh, six a.m. and James is in his camper sleeping, and they would grab somebody and be like, hey, go wake up James. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And no. And they would be like, "What? I'm not like, waking I'm up. Not, I'm not waking up." Yeah. Kids who, you know, they didn't, they didn't know it's their first day. Then it's like, "Yeah, go wake him up." And they, they were. It was season three. They knew him as Tony, right? And they're like, "We're not I'm going not in there to wake him up." And she would just fucking go. She'd in be like, like, "Get out!" She was the boss. Yeah. She's the best. She, uh, we still are all. I mean, we still see her. I mean, that, that's the thing. It's like that was a family. And and again, like the guy. I mean, how about when James died? The the guy that used to clean the um, work in the cafeteria. He came. He was there. At the, oh, at the, everyone! Like, yeah, was there. everybody yeah. was like, everyone. It was, was there. a real like with HBO and the, the people first people who worked, I saw were like, Stephen yeah. Kimbra, who did. Oh my yeah. god, the makeup and hair. Oh god, every. You know that's the thing. Family is family, and um, I, I, I always said it was like falling in love, getting that job, and oh, you know, and it was really like it, it was a blessing, and and you know, I mean. 
It was a blessing. It was something that was really special. It was on like, so many levels. Yes. Depending on how when long this fucking better. coronavirus lockdown is, we might get to the Come point to where there's... my house. I have the toilet paper. We might get to the point where there's nothing left to watch and we I'm have to watch TP it. already. <laughs> Here, give him some I didn't wipe my ass this morning. There's you, a bidet you didn't? in there. There's is that what took you so long? There's a bidet in there with a neon light in it. Listen, if this was yeah. 15 years ago, I would have wiped your ass for you, babe. Oh, but now, God, that 50-year-old well, ass. now that I'm old, oh, I need to have my ass wiped more because... Well, you should have let me in back then. If we you did talk about flossing our buttholes with our long with our hair. Long hair, it's the best feeling. We did ever. talk about that. Wait, what? When you're in the shower? There's a fetish you, for that. You know, when you're washing your hair, it like falls down your back into your butt, so it's like part oh. of your mm. thing. Yeah. And when you, it ends up kind of flossing. You know your what it's butt. like for us? I know what I know exactly. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I, okay, should I write it down? Okay, okay, you write it down. Look the other way. Look the other way. The hair stuck in the dick hole. Well, our version of that. Yeah, my boyfriend mentioned it to me yesterday when I told him that we were talking about the hair and the asshole. He goes, oh, I've had that in my dick before. Ah! Go ahead, Cass. Okay. I think it's when you're in the shower and you blow your nose and you get snot in your pubes. That's what you wrote. That's a good one. That's not what Rob wrote at all. No, that's exactly what I wrote. No, I didn't write that. What did you write? When when a girl's about to blow you and you feel her hair like all on your legs and like all of that's that's nice. Have you ever had a blumpkin? No, oh. come on. Who, what do I look like? What's a, fucking, a blumpkin? A blumpkin is when you get a... Go ahead. You tell him. No, you do it. No. You where you get, where you get a blumpkin. Hold on. I want to see a comedian. It's mouth. close. If you're going to fucking... we get a close-up on Jamie's face? Just came around. Go ahead. Tell her. It's where as a man. No, 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 no. Let her oh, tell Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Tell her what it is. When a man is sitting on the toilet taking a shit and he's getting his dick sucked. People do that? It's beautiful. Well, that She brought oh, it up. My headphones... <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Jamie's the, head just spun around like the Gene exorcist. Simmons. Isn't that a Gene Simmons thing? Why do I? Why do I? That na- Why does Gene Simmons' name? Oh, I don't know. No. Did yeah. you blow him while he was on a toilet in a, in a camper somewhere on a tour bus? It what? seems like a I, rock like, star what, move. For what sure. does like? Are you at a race for time that you're like? We only have time to blow you, and sh- we have five minutes. Yeah, yeah I gotta take a the shit. Coro- the the coronavirus is around. Is around the corner. I gotta shit <laughs> and come. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. A mall. We took him to Lord and Taylor. You know Lord and Taylor. Um, okay, and basically, like, we 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 must have got there. Maybe it was a Sunday or something. The three of us get into the mall, and they're gonna close in like ten minutes, fifteen minutes. You remember that, Rob? No, I remember because you told me when we had dinner before I left New York. Okay. Okay. So basically, but you you can he's, he's being nice when he says. It was when I had no money to ever buy <laughs> any type of clothing to wear anywhere appropriate. So like I was, I was, my wardrobe then is exactly what it is now, which was like a bunch of hoodies and, and like three pairs of ripped jeans and like one pair of sweatpants. And so he's like, come on, I'll, I'll, I'll just, just come. Oh, yeah. through. Like, so, and I didn't have a credit card at the time. So like I told my mom, I'm like, you got to get like a thousand dollars out of the bank for me. And Jason says he's going to take me shopping. He showed up literally with money in his hands. Like huh. this. he's like, I have this. I don't know what. So we get there is like 10, 15 minutes till the store closes. And we're like, all right, uh, uh, we got to hurry. The sales guy's looking at us. He probably recognized you. I don't even remember. And like you, we were like, just get in the dressing room. We'll, we'll start bringing you stuff. And we literally just started bringing him dress pants and, and like dress shirts and things like that. And he would just come out and we'd look at him and be like, yeah, all right, let's get that. And uh, I mean, it was like pretty woman or something. It was, it was ridiculous. And then when we were done, like ready to buy all the stuff, he, he like he came out with the money. He's like, all right, I have, it was like rolled up bills, like just like. <laughs> and the best part was I would show up, like Jason would be like, yo, let's go to this premiere next week or something and I would show up and because him and his girlfriend picked out my clothes I showed up looking exactly <laughs> like him <laughs> you know so we would be on the red carpet together wearing like the same like like a bowling like button up a Calvin Klein like muscle shirt and I had no muscle <laughs> it was so embarrassing yeah, yeah. that's so cute oh, we gotta find that picture oh, oh yeah, my there's, god there's a oh wait speaking of pictures Bryce can you can I I Send some pictures to Bryce for him to show because I want to get Jason's uh, thoughts on a few pictures. Okay, well, let me see if I if I just hold the. Camera. I was just gonna say you send me you sent me one. That's what but, I'm gonna uh, do. That was is that the one? But I want to see if I just hold it up. Will it work? Hold on. Well, you gotta wait till it gets in focus. Oh, you got that one. Ooh. 
That's, oh, from, the sh- yeah, that's from the show, right? There's some oh, so on those cheeks, man. Right? I feel like your voice is so, like, recognizable. Have you done a lot of voiceover stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I was a voice of uh, McDonald's, Lemon, for for a couple of years. I've done a bunch of cartoons. I've done American Dad. I've done, uh, you know, uh, a voice of a uh, gingerbread man, a sock. <laughs> you know, I've done pretty good. I was a voice of a dog a sock. that, that had cousin. gas, Stoker. Dokalex, the dog had gas. I was that. <laughs> you know, they come in waves. It's really hard. But I've done a bunch, you know. Uh, I've done uh, cool. a couple of movies. I did a Pixar. I had a little little something in a Pixar oh, movie. Oh, fine. Yeah. So yeah. do you uh, – I forgot what I was just going to – Oh, so when, you, when you're the lemon in McDonald's, how do you – do you audition <laughs> for that? What does that like, mean? Well, the McDonald's had this lemon, so I was the voice of it. They would – they were uh it was a new a drink. It was a new oh. drink, you know. So yeah, you go in your audition and uh now they do a lot of it, you audition on the phone, right? Right. But right. Then you go to the studio, even now you go, you audition, uh, they call you back. You know, you gotta jump through a bunch of hoops three or four times. McDonald's gotta, you know, uh okay it. I was the voice of a house for Ohio Energy. You got to audition. You never audition for the voiceover? Yeah, I have. You, I'm sure to. you have. Robert, this will be right up your alley. Well, I think. <laughs> oh, here we go. There I you go. We've gotten a bad rap. We've become synonymous with dud, reject, flop, failure, <laughs> Anything defective is a lemon. Never mind that people love to squeeze us and we're a favorite among aromatherapists. Introducing the McCafe Frozen Strawberry Lemonade from McDonald's. Now we're the bee's knees. We're tart, tangy, and even sweet when you mix in the strawberries. Oh yeah, how do you like me now? (laughs) (laughs) This is so good. Here you go. Oh, there's more. You know. People think I'm sour. But what can you expect when you consider my family tree? I had an uncle who was zested into a tartlet. (laughs) My brother could only find work as a garnish. (laughs) That was before I met my perfect match and became new McCafe frozen strawberry lemonade. Now I'm tangy, juicy. People love me. How sweet is that? Oh, so good. Yeah, you. After you're done here, go get yourself a new McCafe frozen strawberry lemonade. It's sweet, it's tangy, and it's cool. Go on, try one. Or else, I'll put the squeeze on you. Wait, Casim, can you find one more thing? What was the thing with the egg basket that you did, Steve? Oh, uh, with Tim and Eric. Oh, you Wait, I'm on a Tim and Eric show right now. They're crazy. Yeah, I did one for them too. They're funny. They're funny. It's one of my favorite. When I the first time my I age. saw that, it was one of the. F- I laughed. Rob, I feel like you sent it to me. I, I definitely did. I laughed forever when I saw that. Yeah. So you were so good. And can you? What is it called? My eggs. It was called my eggs, and I did it a number of years ago. And it was, you know, they do these crazy sketches. Yeah, they had this silly idea, and they contacted me, and it was funny, you know. Uh, that the first time I saw that, because I had no idea it was coming, and someone sent that to me, and I was crying watching it. Okay. Was, was I remember you sent it to me. You were dying. They're funny guys. And then I did uh, another crazy. You know, sometimes I like to do stuff. It's like, you know, you're never going to do this again. Eric Andre show. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's them too, right? Don't he's, they produce that? Oh, maybe they do. I mean, he's insane. <laughs> oh my god! By the way, that when my husband and I first started dating, he sat me down to watch it. I remember being like, "What is this?" <laughs> and then I got hooked, and I love it. Crazy, crazy, crazy! But I did that. What did he do life. with you? Oh uh, well, the interview was like forty-five minutes. Well, you, you only see three minutes of it, you know, and uh, I was I had the sauce then and he had a naked uh, PA stick his salami in my sauce and was running around with it. It was disgusting. <laughs> and I was afraid he was going to, like, put his balls on my shoulder. So I was getting paranoid like that. 
It's crazy, crazy, funny. And I didn't speak to him at all. I only spoke to him while we were doing the interview. Uh, He stunk like a billy goat. He doesn't shower or didn't shower. Smoking weed all morning. It was like nine in the morning we did this. (laughs) Crazy, but very funny guy. Funny guy. Yeah. In your audition for Ozzy Osbourne, because you – do you – take a chance in audition tapes or in the room and, and um, pull, pull your, your ass, your asshole out for the casting director. Oh, ever? Yeah. You it's put fucking, yourself on tape like that. Yeah. It's fucking Jeff Tremaine dude from Jackass. It's oh like, yeah. Well, he'd love oh, it. Oh man. He's seen a lot of holes. The more, yeah. yeah. I mean, if I can get the B hole in there and then, you know, the, the under scoop, Nacho region, and then maybe like a little bit of bubble gum, yeah. dude. You know. <laughs> so, so do you do you prep for that? Like, are you like I want I want a bald ass. I want three day growth. I want do. What do you do there? <laughs> Nothing, dude. I just I just I wing it, man. Like like so, Ozzy. Ozzy was, I'd never done an Ozzy Osbourne impression. I just watched some videos of him in the 80s. And we just, Annie put me in a dress and did some makeup on my eyes and put a bunch of jewelry on my hands. And we sent in the tape and I didn't hear anything. And then like three weeks later, I got the call. Hey, uh, they want to have a director session with you. And I was like, oh, fuck. My in-laws just booked this trip to New York. We're all going. It's like a Christmas time trip to New York. There's no way I can bail. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be able to make it in. Thinking like, they're going to see a bunch of guys. I'm not the guy. I'm not a fucking professional Ozzy Osbourne impersonator. And then they call back and they were like, well, we're in, when you're in New York, would you do a Skype session with the director and the producers? And I was like, oh, Okay. <laughs> That's a great sign. So they're interested. But I mean, dude, I was like full, <laughs> full ass up to camera. And my, my, uh, <laughs> my in-laws are in the room next door. And, and like I had like six producers and the director all on Skype with me and the casting director. And I mean, I straight up had, you know, dude, like <laughs> I'm using my hands as a butt. But, you know, I mean, I was like... Oh my god! Is that what your experiences have been, Jamie? (laughs) Oh, of course. I dropped trout whenever needed. And I know you wrote some uh, episodes of The Sopranos as well. Um, Were you involved in the writing process of your own death, or if not, like how how long ahead did you know that your you had a final episode coming up? Um, Was it? something that you had time to like sort of emotionally kind of prep for, or, you know, did it kind of come as a surprise to you? Um, I wasn't writing the last, I don't, know, I don't think I wrote in the last two seasons. So um, I think the last episodes I wrote were in season five. Um, so I wasn't involved in the writing of it, but I did know how it was going to happen. David told me a long time before. And I, I, Sounded really cool to me. I mean, and, and, you know, all his choices were always the right ones. I think David Chase. Yeah. What, what was it like to be writing on the show that you were actively in and, and did it, do you feel like, um, you know, did, did it feel like you had sort of like you were able to see both sides of the sort of same coin and, and did it, help you in any way or was it harder than you might think it'd be what's that like oh it's definitely hard i mean writing is always hard um i mean i have much more experience as an actor although i i have been writing for a lot of my life you know adult life but you know acting is hard i mean it's 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 a skill that not everybody can do and it takes a while to get good at it but at least you kind of know what you have to do right you have the script. <laughs> yeah. So you basically know where you got to be and what you got to say and what you're doing. Writing, you, ha- you start with a blank page. You don't very often don't know what you're going to do. I just read an interview with Kurt Vonnegut and he, he said a quote, he goes, the best writing he does, he, he does or did because he's, he's gone now is always when he didn't know what he was doing, which I feel like is very often with writing. Um, but I, I started writing for the show because 
during the shooting of season one, I was an actor and I fell in love with the show and I fell in love with all the characters and all the actors and, and the show itself. I just so loved it that I was, you know, filled with passion to write for it. So in between season one and season two, I wrote a spec script. You know, my desire to write was not to like dictate or be the architect of Christopher's, you know, storylines and his, you know, evolution of the character. It was just really out of a love for the whole, the show as a whole, you know. I think my favorite character, favorite character to write for was Uncle Junior, even more than Christopher. Uh, so that's really what, what drove me. And it was very hard. Um, I had never written for television. I'd done, written some screenplays before. And, you know, there was a bit of a learning curve because television's more concise than movies. You know, it's shorter. And it's a very collaborative medium because there's storylines before you and storylines after you and you're right. part of a team. So, um, but it was great. I did mean, you, I loved did it. you write your spec script like kind of in secret and then just show up with it one day? Or did you tell David like, hey, is it cool if I do this? And like, you just tell me if, you like it or not and maybe i can write some more like how, how did that work i wrote it in between seasons down during when we were down and at some point before the season i gave it to him and i invited him to a screening of the spike lee movie summer sam that i was co-writer of so um and between those two things he liked what i did enough to um actually part of the spec script i had christopher od and then have visions of the afterlife. And he said, well, season two, Christopher's going to get shot. So we can use that afterlife sequence stuff, you know, after he gets shot. And that's kind of how it evolved. Cool. I don't know if you know, but these two haven't even seen the show. I'm, I'm watching it right now. She's currently Where are you? watching it. Where slowly, are you? slowly. I'm in the middle of season two. Middle of season two. Okay. Yeah. But I'm with you. Like I have fallen in love with every character. I, I just, I'm, I'm so grateful that I waited this long because I just feel like I'm at an age and in a time in my life where I can have a greater understanding and appreciation. I always knew how great everyone was, but man, it's just like from down to just the one liners, everyone's just so spot on. It's so great to watch. No, you know, I'm with you. I mean, I, I get asked a lot in interviews, like, why do you think the show is such so successful? And then when um, I spoke to David after we put out a press release that Steve and I were doing this podcast and he called and he, he, he liked the idea. He was, he just said, I want to, you know, I want to come on. I gave us his support. And I was saying, you know, one of the reasons why we're doing it is like, there's all these young people who are now addicted to the Soprano obsessed. You go mm -hmm. on Instagram, there's meme sites and quote sites and fashion sites and, I'm talking teenagers and 20s and 30s. Yeah. And David said, why is that? And I said to him, you know, I don't mean to be flippant, but it's because it's very, very, very good. That's one of the reasons. Yeah. I could, you could go and say the mob and it's an outlaw, but it's family and there's the loyalty and, the, and there's all those elements. But not every mob movie is, you know, watched by millions over and over and over again you know a couple mm -hmm. of them are the best ones like godfather and goodfellas but you know in the hands of two of the greatest filmmakers ever right that's why you know it's not because yeah. it's a mob movie it's because it's de niro and pacino and brando and coppola and scorsese and joe pesci and the same thing with the sopranos it's because it's david chase and james Gandolfini and edie falco and jamie lynn sigler and robert eiler and you know it's just very 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 good on every level my 21st birthday, I didn't know that there was a large surprise party happening at the opening of what was ended up becoming like. Oh, wait, Jamie, hold on one second. I have a birthday surprise for you. This is from both of us. No, it's just for me. Bryce. Yeah, we we it, both talked about this. <gasps> Happy birthday to you. How you Yay! Thank you. All this made my How day. Are you? I'm good. I'm happy that Fuck That's Delicious is coming back just That's in time. Right. That's right. Every Monday. How are you doing? Where are you driving to? 
I'm chilling. I'm actually right now in uh, I'm in Lower Manhattan, just driving around, catching the vibes. How are the vibes? That's nice. You know, it's kind of uh, it's depressing out here, to be honest with you. Yeah, I it's bet. Dewey. I got my baby sleeping in the back of the car. Um, how old's your baby? He's brand new. He's six months old. Oh my gosh! So you would have been quarantined anyway. Oh, I was quarantined anyway. Actually, I was supposed to be on tour, but the fact that this quarantine happened actually saved saved a lot of family time and a lot of a lot of great memories and a lot of seeing the boy grow. First, yeah. first crawl, first food, first everything. Oh, that's awesome. It's pretty amazing. How you guys feeling? How you doing? You all right? I'm all right. Yeah, we're all doing okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice, beautiful day here in Los Angeles. Is everyone outside? What are you doing? You staying in? Mike, Mike, my littlest is two. He's napping, but as soon as he wakes up, we'll all just be out in the pool for the rest of the day, which is a savior for us for sure. Yeah, I'm jealous. Yeah, yeah, we're lucky for sure. Yeah, man, that's it. I wanted to wish you a happy birthday. I appreciate that so much. You don't even know. Thank you. And we'll get we'll get together soon. Rob, you're the man. Take care. All right. Thank you so much, bro. Good to see you. Peace, brother. Take care. Bye. Peace. Wait, where were you on 9-11? <laughs> By the way, oh, just anybody, missed it. If anybody's listening and we didn't say it, that was Action Bronson coming on to wish. Yes, to- Rob knows I'm a big fan. Oh my god, that was so cool. I should have showed him some of my ancient alien stuff. He likes that stuff. He's driving. Good, no problem. So we're at the Peninsula Hotel in a suite, and um, so I was getting ready. Maureen was getting ready. I was ready. I had my tuxedo on already. I'm, I'm all set to go. I'm just hanging around in the living room of the suite, and the doorbell rings. So I went. I said, hello, 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 nothing. I open up the door. There's no one there, but on the outside handle of the door is a shopping bag. And I look in the shopping bag, and there's a whole big deluxe size thing of Depends. So I look down the hallway. Sure enough, who's scampering down the hallway? <laughs> Little Robert. Because he's got a very warped sense of humor. We all know that. And uh, it was him. So he set the tone for the rest of the night. But he paid <laughs> for it because I bit his head three or four times in public. I have actually never knew that story. Oh, yeah, yeah. Depends. Um, um, well, you know, it's a long night. Long it was night. a big long night. night. It was a long night. The big other, night uh, huh? I said it was a big night for you and I didn't want you to embarrass yourself. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> I still have the uh, tuxedo, by the way. It's still dry, Robert. No <laughs> well done. <laughs> um, you guys have always the- had a very special relationship. Yes. No, Robert is, uh, Robert is, uh, he's symbiotic. He really is. Mm-hmm. We hit it off right away. And I mean, you know, we're uh, miles apart in age, but making it, I always got a kick out of him. I always pictured him as, um, you know, the cartoon um, with the road runner. Sure. And I'm the road runner and I'm always going after him. You know, I just like, I, I almost <laughs> try, I don't get him. I'm close to getting him. It never worked out all these years. But, you know, just because you're 3,000 miles away, I have a friend with a plane, Robert, so don't, don't aggravate. Mm, always <laughs> good to have a friend with a plane. Always. <laughs> so you, what happened was Vince told me uh, he was very upset that he hasn't been on pajama pants. He said that his wife walked in on him watching YouTube with a tear in his eye. Is that yes. what happened, Vince? I was, I was, I was hurt, Robert, because <laughs> prior to, the, to your podcast, and congratulations with certainly – Prior to you kicking it off, we had spoken, and you said, "No, no, 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 Jamie and I, we get, and we're going to have you on right away, and you and, and you're going to be on the show, and you and you lied, Robert." <laughs> so it took me to call you last week to remind you. So what? And what Vin said was when he said he would bite my head. We would yeah. be like in the middle of you know on like the red carpet at the Emmy Awards, and he would come over to me and put his head over my head and bite down. <laughs> on my head, like really, really hard. And he would just look just like he's laughing right now. He would just stand there and laugh and he thought it was amazing. One night he had gel in his hair, Jamie. He Mm -hmm. had gel in his hair and I went to go bite his head. 
And I wound up with this mouthful of, I don't know what the hell it was, but it cracked. I, I felt it crack, you know, it <laughs> gets dry. And then when you touch it, it cracks. Sure. So I had a crack when I, when I bit him in the head. Oof, but was... uh, I mean, we've, you know, I've, I've tried many times to get along with this little whatever. But he was on drugs. It's not your fault. No, it's not my fault. He is. No, no, he, he's like a little Irish imp, you know, <laughs> he's very mischievous, extremely mischievous. But that's OK, because, you know, I married an Irish girl and so I kind of get it. <laughs> Jamie has started a new business and she wants to keep it under wrap, but I'm not going to let her. So, Bryce, if you would, please. What is this? OK. Thank you for calling. Hey, how's it going? Doing well. Do you by chance have a manager there I can speak to? Sure, let's see. Well, my name's Dave. We're out here in and we run a distribution and manufacturing center for adult toys. Okay. And we've recently created a new product. And you know, after doing some research online, it seems that fuck sleeves are a booming. <laughs> okay. So we found our best vagina in the biz and made a fuck sleeve. Can I stop you right there? But you know, she's here right now, the adult actress. Her name's Jamie. I'm going to put her on the phone. She can tell you a little bit more about our product. Huh? Hey, babe. Hey, how's it going? So it looks like the biggest flashlight you've ever seen. But where are you? And when you twist it off, there's a fleshy colored, squishy vagina. Oh, wow. Move your hands. It's very realistic looking. People like to fuck my vagina. Oh, do you do indoor parties? Um, um, Let us see your yep. face, Jamie. I love being yeah. dominated. Whipping and like using tools. Tools? I like my man to take charge. Tools? Like a, like a screwdriver? Um, okay, yeah, sure. Oh, wow. I wasn't expecting that. You have no idea. Usually sex needs to be in my ass. In her ass? <laughs> you think we can do this tonight? What, a screwdriver in your ass? Yes. Wow, yeah, of course. Oh, man, that's only like a three-hour drive from here. Oh. oh, yeah. I like fucking cat poo-poo. Oh, what, 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 what was that? Oh, I don't do blowjobs. Oh, okay. Oh. Just anal sex. Uh, yes. Oh, this is turning into something. Oh, yeah. It's a real connection here. I like to throw up in my vagina. <laughs> what? I'm fucking rich. I've got my own shit. I've got my own money. I'm cool. Whoa. People that are rich usually don't talk like that. Why? Shame on you, sir. You are a disgrace to your family. Mm, okay. Jamie, what do you have to say for yourself? Wait, was that a legit prank? <laughs> yeah. That's you is took that the an ambient and you made a fall. So that, that is, is Jambian. That, that is for sure Jambian. That is Fart Simpson. The great Fart Simpson. Oh my god. Yeah. That was awesome. The greatest prank caller in the game, bro. Oh yeah. my god. He's on Instagram, fart underscore Simpson and underscore he did prank that? call. I wish you'd talk He like made that. that. That takes so much work. <laughs> yeah. That wow. Was well he reached done. out. He said, I wanna I wanna make a prank call. He with reached Jamie. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. I feel honored. I you dirty do. bitch. <laughs> dirty bitch. Yeah. I like your oh my cat god. Poop. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like fucking cat poo poo. I think he's. <laughs> my favorite is when Fart just does like the reactions where she's like, uh huh. Ah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some shit. Yeah. That was uh, amazing. I cannot. I, you know, so I've been. Good. I've been holding that for three weeks. Have you really? <laughs> because, yeah, because we were waiting for Christina to come on. And I'm like, I can't. Every day I'm sitting here while we're doing the pod. And I'm like, I just, I just want to. I just want to. By let the way, it. my head was going. I'm like, this was a lot of work that Bryce and Robert did. Like, oh, I no. thought you guys did this. It's all fart. Oh my God. Wow. You wow. Should be I think honored. Cutter's going to be real turned on. Later. I can't wait <laughs> to play that, that for Cutter. He's going to be like, James. Is that you? <laughs> We're gonna play it for Sunday on Bo's birthday. Yeah, oh, for great. Carter. Perfect for my seven-year-old. <laughs> yeah. They like you to lay still like a oh. dead fish. <gasps> I have a story about this. Here we go. I knew it. That's actually, I was segueing. Okay, this is fucked up. What? So I had a guy, a, a guy who groomed me, a hairstylist, <laughs> mm -hmm. who was cutting my hair for a while. He's in West Hollywood and he would go all the time to the Sunset Tower for a, a house call for a Russian billionaire for his girlfriend, mistress. So 
every single day he'd go for when they were in town for a blowout, like a perfect blonde bob blowout. And on like a couple weeks in, he's like, you know, I don't need to come here every day. You can get more than one wear out of this wash. She said, no, my boyfriend likes it fresh. He needs it very fresh and very clean. And he's like, okay. So then over the next couple months, they got to know each other better. It turns out his request for her, the only job she had while being at the Sunset Tower was to get her blowout to look fresh and clean. But then she'd have to get into an ice bath every day for a certain amount of time so that her body temperature would get very low, lay on the bed, and he and pretend she was dead. That's twisted. I want to be that rich. <laughs> yeah. To where nothing she else. She wants you to be that rich. Where She's nothing else I would gets get, you going. I would get in an ice bath for billions and pretend to be dead. Uh, yeah, yeah, what's the pay? A Do corpse. we know what yeah. the... What the unlimited whatever funds. she wants. Yeah, like, unlimited funds. Whatever she wants. She had designer everything. Like... Whatever. Except for a pulse. Yeah. <laughs> he get, does he get to zip her up in the bag at the end? Oh, that's hot. A little toe tag action? Yeah. Yeah, that's hot. But like the perfect hair is also a weird combination. Yes. Well, it's kind of like a, yeah. Well, no, like that's what doll? they do. That's what they do mm. in the, when oh, you're yeah. in the I was thinking in the, in the funeral. Like I'd put dead. two coins on her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like yeah. they do. That's fucked up. Isn't that I, fucked up? I would, I would kneel at the <laughs> side of the bed <laughs> before I fucked her. I'd bring her friends and family yeah. and seat them in the front. Uh, could you say a couple oh of words God. about your daughter in before the middle I of fuck a her? And then she's like, oh, I don't know what to say. I'm like, come on, well, she's still cold. <laughs> you know? She's starting to warm up. Ew. <laughs> Isn't that fucked up? That's wild. It's crazy that people have When these. they go to dinner, she can't order hot soup. She's got to have the gazpacho. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Oh my God! Crudite only. Don't cook. That's carrots. <laughs> yeah, you think he goes to his therapist and he's like, "How's the relationship?" Yeah, she's been a little cold. <laughs> Things are never but, um, been better. Sh- I'm <laughs> yeah. trying to get through the vow. She's been a little cold lately, and I'm loving. <laughs> hi, guys. Say hi to everybody for me. I told you I didn't want you on the show. <laughs> <laughs>